Thank you for downloading Fun Employment Radio. Don't forget, when you're shopping on Amazon, to go to funemploymentradio.com first and click on the Amazon banner at the top of the page. It's free for you, and it helps us out tremendously. Thanks a lot. Here's the show. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. It was so fascinating. I wanted to get off of the bus uh-huh. and just and just get out and go up and talk to this guy and figure out what his deal was. Well, you have this weird thing I where mean, you want to follow somebody all day. Is this? Like, I do. It's my ultimate dream for a documentary. That is your dream, and it's so weird. It's not weird. I'm afraid somebody's going to steal this idea. I, idea. I want to get on the bus and I'll pick one person and I'll just follow them with their permission, of course. Be, be like, okay, you're the strangest person with their permission. I have seen today. Uh huh. And let me tell you, Yo Yo Man was the most intriguing person I saw yesterday. That's all I have to say. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. All right, so we've got a bunch of stuff we're going to get to. I'm going to explain this because this guy, I'm telling you, he could be a big deal. I can make this guy a star. What do you mean you can make him a star? That's I just make, weird. He's already a star. He just needs to be found, and I think I found him. Or he's a part of some dark underground uh, weird ring of people. Either way, I want to find out. So so, the, so we're going to talk about that. I do want to remind everyone, of course, so if you're going to go to FunEmploymentRadio.com or even if you're not, if you're going to go to Amazon, go to FunEmploymentRadio.com first. Click on that Amazon link right there at the top of the page or on the right-hand side. There's a couple of different spots you can do it. Click on the Amazon link. That's all you need to do. Why are you <laughs> frantically typing over there? It comes through in the microphone. It sounds like you're like make it like a 1980s like secretary or something in a That's movie. That's what like, I'm doing, Greg. I'm taking notes for your future movie that you're going to make about your new best friend. Are you like keeping a are you transcribing the show as I'm talking or like writing down notes? I like to take are you notes. Stealing I like my to, ideas. I'm stealing the idea. Please go along with that. You're Please start to think my that people ideas? are stealing the ideas out of your head. I think that I feel That's like you are. That's a slippery slope, my friend. <laughs> I don't think you're stealing them out of my head. I think you're stealing my idea about this documentary. I, I mean, don't want to find people on the street and then randomly like follow them around with a camera. It's a good idea. I'm just saying, nobody steal my ideas. That that reminds you sound me of when, crazy. You know no, this, right? No, actually. So uh, this is just a quick side note about stealing ideas. When I was probably like night, no, I was older than that. Maybe it was like 22 or 23 or something. I was auditioning for bands because I wanted to play in a band and mine had broken up and all that stuff. So I was went that out- your like emo band? No, this is pre-emo band. Okay. And it wasn't an emo band. We were just very serious about our lyrics. It was serious lyrics. So about serious issues sure. that were going on. It was a rocking band. That just sounds bad. So this was before that. It just before sounds I, sad. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I just basically moved up to Portland, so I was looking for a band. And... Um, as I as I went out on this, I I found this like heavy metal band, and they were looking for a bass player. I'm like, well, I like metal. I like I want to play in a metal or a punk band. Metal, sweet. I'll go out on this audition, and it turned out to be all these these guys who were significantly older than me at the time. They were probably in their mid forties, I would guess. Mm-hmm. And they their full time job was a Motley Crue full time band was a Motley Crue cover band. Awesome. But then they had their side band. So this guy like. They were a Motley Crue cover band, but this this guy lived it. Like he had the Nikki Six haircut. 
going. Like, not just as a wig, not for a fake thing. That was his everyday look, was to try to be like Nikki Six. And they gave me— Everyone uh, has their thing. He, did, he found his style. It just happened to be in the style of another man. I guess so. Yeah, mm. I, I, suppose, I suppose that's it. And so I went to this audition, and they ended up giving me this CD of songs so that I could listen to it and practice along with them. And they, they were like, okay, but man, you can't play that for, every, for anyone because everybody's trying to steal our shit. Like, yeah, man, there's this other band in town totally ripping us off right now. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. Like, Wait, it, I'm sorry. The Motley Crue cover <clears throat> band is saying that yeah. somebody is ripping off the Motley Crue cover no, band. No, this wasn't the Motley Crue cover band. That was their other gig. This was their side band. And I'll just say the name of it. They, they called the band Canaan. So their band was Canaan. And they were real hardcore. Canaan? Canaan. And they had this, it was practicing in this guy's garage. Like Conan, but with like an A? Yeah, but with Canaan. Okay. And they, you would pra- they practice in this guy's garage. Their drummer was this really old hippie guy with a bandana who never said a word, just sat there and drummed. He never said anything. And then they had the guitarist and the lead singer. And that was kind of, that was the band. And then they had a guy that kind of like messed around on keyboards a little bit. He really didn't do anything. a little noodle I don't know on what the keyboard? He, yeah, I don't know what he contributed to the band. He didn't really do anything. He just sat back there and you'd hear this like, eh, eh. Mm-hmm. While they were practicing their sure, songs, sure, everyone needs that person. Yeah, and so they gave me the CD, but they're like, "Yeah, don't, man. People are trying to steal everything." And their their number one song. So which, this should have been your best band ever, because it sounds like a band full of completely insane, like conspiracy theorists. Yeah, the problem is they sucked. So they were they were really bad. And one of their one of their their main song was um, off of their CD, which I'm st- I'm stealing their idea because I'm telling you now. I'm, I'm giving out the secret. It was called uh, Menage Menage a Trois. And so, That's not a clever title. No, no. Uh, the the Wait, main lyrics, the- and I still remember the main lyrics. It was uh, it went like this: well, she looked pretty. Well, she looked pretty good. And a friend did too. Then they both looked at me. Said we're gonna fuck you. Oh, That's how the song went. I kid you not. That is how the song went. Ah. I'm just surprised. That, it's 1.06 p.m. on a Wednesday, and you just sang that, and you're sober. That is what the Why song did you was. Just, what what just happened because there? Because it's so terrible. It has stuck with me for that long. What? Like, I honestly, I probably need Wait, to so thank that's them. The, that's the idea you're stealing? No, I didn't. Well, that's, that's the idea. They thought I was stealing. They, they were warning. Oh, I, You're not understanding wow. this. I'm not stealing this. This is what they were worried about that people were going to steal. Was that song? But in you a just way, stole it by putting it on the. Podcast, I did. I by totally, the way. totally. I'm who they had to worry about, and they gave me the CD, warned me not to play it for anybody, and so, so they, they did this. I have to say that band actually probably was a big influence on starting up Courage, which is <laughs> no. Real band. I'm just. I'm shocked. Well, keep in mind, these guys were very serious. They that meant was it. not a joke to them. Uh-huh. It was not a joke. It was really serious. And I remember, of course, as soon as I heard that, I instantly played it for everyone I knew. I, I was like, oh my God, you guys, you have to listen to this. And so I would play it over and over for everybody who would come over to my house. And then, and then I, I ended, up, ended up getting into the band with um, Gavin and, uh, and Ario and Stone like a little while later. And at some point that came back to me. I'm like, oh my God, you guys, you have to hear this song. Let's play it. And so we would, we would play our version of Menage a Trois in practice. And then it would go on from there. Yeah. Wow. Stealing my ideas. No, I'm saying that's a good base for courage because you have to fully understand a product before you can start to mock a product. That's like true. Like you have to see – you have to really understand. Like you have to see the serious side and see exactly where they're coming from in order to make um, 
you know, a, a similar thing that can yeah. kind of make fun of it. I wish I still had the actual recording of that band. And I, I think I lost the CD in my fire, so I, I don't think I've got that. I don't think I've got a recording of it, but it's it's out there somewhere. If you're in, if you're in Canaan, sorry, guys, I just totally uh, – I did exactly what you told me not to do. And I'm sure everyone stole that song, <laughs> which everybody knows, you know, that big hit from uh, 2005, Menage oh, a Trois. Oh, Menage a Trois. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, that's fucking classy. Yeah, it was. So we got onto that anyway. Yeah, because I feel like you're stealing my ideas for the documentary. So the Yo-Yo Man. Okay, what is the Yo-Yo Man? Will you stop saying? I keep thinking you're saying like Yo-Yo Ma. Isn't that a some sort of musician? (laughs) That's a cellist. A cellist. There you go. I'm not saying Yo-Yo Ma. Yo-Yo Man. Yo-Yo Man. The Yo-Yo Man. He is now my favorite person in Portland, and I don't know who he is, and I've never met him, and I've only seen him once. Okay. But I'm But he's obsessed. your favorite person. You've seen him once. Yo-Yo Man is incredible. All right, so let me explain this. Yo- it was a very quick drive-by meeting. It drive-by seems passing. like it was a pretty intense but meeting, But it stuck. Though. You know how, like, time stops, and you're like, holy crap, this is, this is incredible what I'm seeing right now. For a lot of people, that would be like the unicycle guy that rides around Portland with, you know, with the bagpipes. That's, that's neat and all. Yo-Yo Man, this is, this is my <laughs> unicycle guy. So he was on the corner. And this was, this was like, I don't, can't remember which morning this was, but it was like 8.30 in the morning, so a couple of days ago. And so he was on the corner, and he was sitting there waiting for a bus, and he was standing right by the road where his yo-yos were almost like going out into the road. He had two yo-yos, one in each hand. Double yo-yo? Double yo-yos. Double fucking Double yo-yo? yo-yos. Now, he had kind of a look like Kenny B from Fun Employment Radio. He looked a lot like Kenny B. He oh. had real skinny. Little shit apple? Real skinny, kind of a shit apple look, only more the nerdy side of Kenny B. So real, real skinny guy, white guy, of course, uh, with, uh, with thick-rimmed glasses. All right, so you've described about 80% of guys in Portland so far. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that's, that's kind of what he looked. He had a little vest thing on. He had like a vest. I don't, I don't know what the vest was for, but he had a vest on. Was it like a dress vest or was it a leather vest? Was it a jean vest? Not a jean, not a, a dr- leather. I guess a dress vest. A dress vest. A dress okay. Vest. So it was yeah. like a jaunty dress vest. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And he had these baggy pants, but not like, not baggy like I'm trying to be a, you know, gangster like or something. Bloomers? Not jeans. Not jeans, but like they were baggy. Were they bloomers? Like were like, they a little like. parachute pants. They were kind of puffy? Yeah. They're kind of puffy. Is like that a, little, is that a, a bloomer? Puffy? I don't know. Like a little, like a little looser. Yeah, they were looser for Okay. Yeah. Like, they were too big for him, kind of. All right, but they were, but like, he, cinched on his tiny waist with yeah, a belt? Yeah, yes, exactly. Okay, they were I know exactly the type. Okay. A lot of them live in my building, yes. Okay, so that's, that's what he was wearing. And he was sitting there, and he had the most intense look ever on his face, where I just wanted, like, montage music to be playing while he was doing this. And he had both yo-yos going, both of them at the same time. Like, both of his but arms But he was, like, are, throwing them forward? Both of them, yeah, throwing them forward. Both arms going crazy. And he's throwing the yo-yos out. It's almost like he's trying to hit people. But, I mean, there's nobody there for him to hit because he's thrown out into, into traffic. But it's like he's, it's like he's training. It was like a training thing that he was doing where he's like, and his yo-yos are flying all over the place, but he knows what he's doing. Like controlled flying or like spastic flying? Controlled flying. Controlled flying. Controlled flying. He had, he had full control. I mean, it was, I posted something on Twitter about it because it was kind of, it was kind of like he, um, it's kind of like those videos you would see, like, like in Karate Kid when he's doing all of the training and stuff and like, dun, 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 Oh, it's a montage. Dun. Yeah. You need a said. montage. Yeah, a montage. Yeah. And yeah. This, it was kind of like that. He was doing his training for it. And so I want to know why he was training so you hard. You got to see a simple moment in time where you got to witness a drive-by montage. Yes. Wow. That is what it was. And it was, it was amazing. So it's like, 
I wanted this is where if I had my documentary where I would get out and I would have my have my camera with me and I would just follow that guy I'd be like I am fascinated. I think other people would be fascinated to know about you. Do Please you tell us be who that you close are. To crazy, and then we're gonna then we then we follow him wherever he's going that day. You know, whatever he was gonna do naturally, we just follow that. And that's that's what it is. See, because and either- Greg talks about this. Just so you know, this isn't for show. Every time I'm on the bus with Greg, because you know we'll go to a lot of events together. My and documentary we'll- idea. Every time we're on the bus, Greg talks. He finds the weirdest person. He's like, "Have I ever told you my idea about making a documentary? Like asking someone if I could follow them off the bus and then just following them for the day." I think that'd be a really cool idea for a documentary. <laughs> Every time, I think it would be. It'd be awesome. Just riding the buses of Portland. You pick one person for that day. Whatever they were going to do for Maybe their the day. Maybe the person doesn't want to be picked by you. Well, then it's not I like won't winning follow some them. Special prize. They'd have to want to as well. I mean, I can't force film them. You know, no, they'd have to want to as well. But that, like, whatever, like. Think about it when you ride a public bus. You see the weirdest motherfuckers on there. Mm-hmm. Like, say, pick out the weirdest guy that's still, you know, uh, coherent. I'm not saying completely insane yeah. or it's dangerous, but just a weird person. There's been, like, a shift. Follow that person. Where are they going? Don't follow the weird person. What are they doing Don't, with themselves? It's not your business. Don't follow anybody. But Don't I want to know. strangers. No. I want to know. Particularly someone armed with something that could be used as a weapon. No. Don't, do not follow strangers. Well, Yo-Yo Man needs to – there needs to be a story about Yo-Yo Man. I mean because that guy's – Do you feel like Yo-Yo Man is like Portland's spoon man? Yo-Yo Man is to Portland as spoon man is to Seattle? I don't know if he's a spoon man kind of You person. could write a Courage song like Yo-Yo Man. Da, da, da. Oh, yeah. Got double yo-yos in your hands. No. That's not how it – no, that's no, I not thought it was it kind of a good idea. No, I picture him more of like an underground fighting ring, only with yo-yos. Oh, I'm sorry. That's where I would picture it. Like he's a weapon. Him and his yo-yos are a weapon. You know, and, and society needs to know about it. I think, I think that's more. That's more what it should be. Okay, well, I'm sorry. I was just said uh, that idea was gold. So, uh, people in the live chat, if you're a live subscriber, funemploymentradio.com/live uh, are saying, "I'm surprised Greg hasn't yet figured out how he could actually do that with the camera on his phone." But then I'd be the creep. See, then I'd be the creep. Because I'm following somebody with, a, with my camera phone without permission, just like, hey, I'm going to follow you. No, you have to have an actual camera to get away with that correctly. To just for perception purposes, you need to have a real camera. You can't just follow someone with your cell phone. No, like, yeah, man, I'm doing a documentary. I'm just going to follow you, bro. And I follow him around. No, that, that wouldn't work. So it's got to have – you got to have like an actual camera and I need to have like a waiver or something or something like that. I don't know. You want to just carry a waiver on you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I'm going to film you. I'm going to follow you. Okay, stop doing. saying that you're going to start filling people. I want to, though. Mm-hmm. I really want to. I really need to follow. Thank you. At least one person liked my Yo-Yo Man song. Keelan said that was gold. Sarah needs to write that for the next Courage song. <laughs> Yo-Yo Man. What? And just completely rip off Spoon Man? Yeah. It's up, the lyrics will be for uh, Yo-Yo Man instead of Spoon Man. I don't. I don't think that's. Oh, I think it's going to no, be good. That's well, stealing ideas. I know that we're talking like you're talking about Yo Yo Man, who's talented, not at all crazy. But if you know, if you know Yo Yo Man, please get him in touch with Fun Employment Radio. What street was he on? Hawthorne. He was on Hawthorne. Yes, Hawthorne okay. and Thirty Ninth. Okay, Thirty Ninth and Hawthorne's right next to the Fred Meyer there. Yeah, right all next right. to the Fred Meyer. There he was. That's near my area, and I've never seen Yo Yo Man. I've never seen him either hmm. because he's a mystery. Does he exist? I don't know. I don't know. He's either. out there somewhere though. He's yo-yoing right now. There is like some crazy in the air, though. Have you noticed this yet lately, Greg? I mean, because I know there are a lot of more, a lot more people moving into the city, but it's not the new people that are crazy. It's like the people that have lived here for a long time are starting to become more bonkers. What are you talking about? I don't know. Like I'm seeing, like I'm perfectly fine. Yeah. Okay. Present company included. No. The other day, uh, I've been hearing a lot more 
crazy yelling and seeing a lot more crazy shit in in my neighborhood. And my neighborhood, like I uh, – granted, I live in an apartment. I, I'm not paying an exorbitant amount of rent because I live in a shoebox. So I mean – but all the rent and the houses around me is – you're the – the value of the houses around me are increasing. I think the house uh, next door to my apartment is like a two-bedroom, one-bath, and it's going for like 600000 That's insane. Yeah, it's insane. So like my area itself is like getting super expensive. But the quality of people who are walking around is getting a little kooky. Like last uh, yesterday, mid-afternoon, I was in my um, apartment painting a cat, which I finished. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited, as is my want. Congratulations. And, uh, and I heard this woman screaming. Painting a portrait of a cat. Let's just make sure that's No, I, I had a cat and I was just painting that's, its fur. Every time you say that, I think you need to figure out a new way to say that just mm-hmm. so it doesn't, doesn't confuse people. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, so I hear something and it's one of those things. Well, first and foremost, if you hear a crazy person, you always have to know. I think, Greg, and you in particular, since you live next to a school, you're like, is it a kid or is it somebody who's crazy or is it somebody who's in trouble? Yeah. Because I always kind of think that because I heard yelling and it was Yeah, but you my- ignore it no matter what. I didn't ignore it this time. Well, because I heard yelling. I'm like, what is happening there? Because I thought maybe it was some high school kids because they all kind of walk by uh, in the area. And I heard this woman screaming over and over again, uh, I don't believe in love. I don't believe in Malachi. And she kept saying it over and over again, like Malachi, like children of the corn Malachi. Oh, is that what that's from? I, I, was, trying to, I was trying to remember. That's, is that, that's the only thing I know Malachi from. Is Malachi what lived in the corn? No, Malachi was like the older creepy um, like boy. Who was like Satan's helper who would, would like help him out. I just remember Malachi being super creepy. Okay. It, it's been a long time since I've either read that or seen the movie. So I don't remember. So that Malachi is from Children Chil- of the Children Corn. Children of the Corn, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And so she's yelling out, I don't believe in love. I don't believe in love. I don't believe in Malachi. I don't okay, believe I don't, in I, love. I don't know if you need to yell it in here because now everybody I, else around here is going, going to understand I that. backed away from the microphone. But that kept going. And so, yeah, I did. I did actually go downstairs to try and figure it out. I don't believe in Malachi. I don't believe in love. I don't believe in Malachi. What do you think that means? I don't know. But I ran downstairs. I threw on my shoes as, as quick as I could. And I ran through my apartment building and outside and she was gone. Don't know what happened to her. Because I heard someone talking to her, too. She's like, I don't believe in love. I don't believe in Malachi. And this guy is like, all right. I could Like, it was some random dude walking down the street, and I could hear him. He's like, good for you. And she kept repeating it. But by the time I went out there, she was gone. And then this morning when I was uh, driving to work, I went around the corner and saw a guy masturbating. So <laughs> What? <laughs> what? You saw – where was this at? Nine o'clock in the morning next to my apartment in front of the $600,000 house. <laughs> wow. I didn't know what he was doing at first. I just saw a butt and then I was like – Oh, you mean he had his pants down? He, he had was his just... pants under his butt. Like everything was out. <laughs> oh, Standing in front of the $600,000 house and uh, I looked over. I'm like, that's a butt. I'm like – <laughs> That's a guy jerking off, and it's like nine o'clock in the morning. Like, it's it's daylight. He's just standing on the sidewalk. Was standing he looking out to traffic, or was he was he, facing he, the house? Facing the house. He was facing. The so house. it was personal. I don't think, it, think was it was personal. A personal thing he was about talking the house? to himself and kind of. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was definitely. I'm like, is he peeing? I'm like, oh no, no, that's not. That's not peeing. No, he's not peeing at all. Unless uh, he was having a hard time getting grasping control. Oh, wow. So it's that kind of thing. I'm like, all right, you can, like, try and class up the neighborhood. But the neighborhood's not itself, you know, 
You can't make huh. it classy just by raising the prices. That's, that's not something you see every day, mm-hmm. or at least I don't. Maybe that is common in yours, by the way you just said. No, I just, I just remembered that. Like, <laughs> I didn't even think about it. I, as I was talking about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, and there was that dude who was masturbating when I was driving to work. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, no big deal. <laughs> I would rather see Yo-Yo Man. That is not somebody I want to follow. I don't want to know what masturbating man is going to be doing with the rest of his day. Yeah. And I he have was no, like, no interest in that. He was like kind of a crazy, like he was talking to himself. At first I thought he was talking. And was there anybody else like, walking down the street no, near him? No, but there usually is. There wasn't anybody. I turned, And it's one of those things that I, I'm just not surprised anymore that I looked yeah. at him. I'm just like, oh, that guy's masturbating. Cool. Oh, wow. I should stop and get some food before I go to the studio. That was like my <laughs> next thought. <laughs> wow. I mean, I saw I see people peeing downtown quite a bit. There will be crazy guys on the corner just peeing out into traffic, but not not this. That's just something. Yeah, it was just happening. I and I it was not. It was definitely not not urinating. So there's that. Oh, uh, so you can try and class it up, but uh, that's still there. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm just saying. I think the crazy. I don't know if it's the heat or if it's just you know Portland in general or or whatever. Like. I want to see Yo-Yo Man stopping that kind of thing. Yo-Yo Man, he hits him on the butt with his yo-yo. He's like, stop that. He's the hero we need, Sarah. <laughs> he's Yo-Yo the Man. hero we all need. Yeah, he's like a mix between like Daredevil and Batman. He's up there like... You've been watching too much Daredevil. I I've been watching a lot of Daredevil. Yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, if nobody's watched Daredevil yet, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm not completely finished with it yet, so please no spoilers, and I won't give any spoilers. Um, other than I will say Vincent D'Onofrio is one of the scariest human beings to ever exist when he's in there. But there's just something about him. He's a fantastic villain. Did you ever see him um, in The Cell? Yeah, yeah. I oh. mean, he's he's a great actor, but he is – I can't picture him as anything good ever. He's just – he plays evil so well. He plays it so well. Yeah, he's, he's incredible. Right, I didn't know Vincent D'Onofrio was in it. If he's in that, I'm definitely going to give that a chance. Yeah, he's, he is the bad guy. In Daredevil, and that's not spoiling anything because you know that if you've seen anything about it. Um, Vincent D'Onofrio is the bad guy, so <laughs> he is—he's uh, incredible. Uh, the other, well, I could talk about a couple other things. There's a couple parts of Daredevil that are kind of lame, but most of it, overall, it's—it's it's a good series. Okay. It's really good. All right, yeah, it's well worth watching. All right, I'm gonna check it out. Yes, because I've right. heard a lot of people talk. I don't know how we went from masturbating on the street to Daredevil, but nonetheless, <laughs> I don't know, Mr. Oh yeah, Jinky. Yo-Yo Man, he's our Daredevil. Mr. Jinky does bring up in the chat. So Sarah's thought process was, oh, that dude's tricking off. I should go get some food. <laughs> <laughs> it was true. Like it didn't even. I'm just like, okay, that's just happening. Oh, just now we need happening. a series about Yo-Yo Man. You are so obsessed with Yo-Yo Man. I really am. I want to know everything about him. Maybe he's not even from here. Maybe he's just he was waiting he's for riding the bus. The bus. To go. I mean, where else would so people come to visit and they ride the bus? I guess Portland is a very you know bus friendly city. Okay, maybe he's not. He still exists, Sarah. That he doesn't still mean exists. he exists. Maybe you can put out a Craigslist ad, dear like Yo-Yo Man, seeking, seeking, Craig, seeking the furious Yo-Yo, Yo-Yo, Yo-Yo Man. Don't put furious in front of furious it. Yo-Yo like Man. Oh, all right. Oh, I've got some stories today. Hello, my friends. How are you? My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Now, Greg, I wonder, and I know that you do, but I'm just going to ask you anyway because it's going to segue into my story. Uh, do you remember the time of... Uh... No. I just want to mess up your segue. Really? Yes. Do you remember the time of... The... Uh, I don't know. That's enough. Ice bucket challenge? Yes. Yes. Everyone remembers the ice bucket challenge. Well, that's not coming back, thank the gods. Which but I believe now... we got challenged a couple of times and we didn't do it. No. We um, got challenged like three or four times and then I just forget. We so donated like money. It's window. fine. Yeah. 
All right. But now there's another social media challenge that's taking the internets by force, Greg, and I think it's going to be one that you might like. Okay. It is a social media challenge involving topless women and Coca-Cola bottles or cans. Yes, and Confused. why? <laughs> right. <laughs> so the idea of this is, which it's uh, already been, <laughs> which you can reap the benefits what? of this because it's already been disproven to be a real charity. It was actually a fake charity that some dude set up to um, have women go topless. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay, please explain this. <laughs> All right. So this is a this is a fake charity that was set up, uh, which. It can't really be fake. Like, you can't really, you know, be mad at the people because they never said exactly what the charity was for. They just said charity. So, I mean, it could be the charity <laughs> Wait of women okay, showing so their please, boobs. Okay, so please, how did this start? All right, so this is a trend that started with the hashtag hold a Coke with your boobs challenge <laughs> in which campaigners, uh, <laughs> which uh, was claimed to raise awareness of breast cancer, which I guess, quite honestly, if that is the definition of the challenge, it's not raising money. It's raising awareness for breast cancer. Okay. So the challenge is that topless women would try to hold a can or a bottle of Coca-Cola between their breasts and then take a picture of it. So <laughs> thousands of women from all over the world, including America, Russia, and France, have been uh, taking to Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, posting topless selfies of themselves. <laughs> Holding Coke cans and bottles between their breasts, all the wow. while urging women, uh, which of course is an important thing. Get get your yearly mammograms. Well, it is absolutely. Boobies. You do need to do that. And holy crap, there's a video of this that's posted of like, oh, <laughs> that's what it. Wow, it, that's just what it is. If you're at work, don't. Uh, it's not safe for work if you look at the pictures. Yeah, yeah. Just, don't watch uh, the video. Yeah, or, or if you're not at work women. though, it's raising awareness right now. Ew. I don't want to hear you saying raising awareness. What? It's anything. raising awareness. For- okay. Uh, so some of the so women were. <laughs> Would you like to raise awareness? So uh, so this is the latest challenge with thousands upon thousands of women and men who are trying to do it as well. They've been like trying to strap you know the Coke bottles around their chests uh, to take their own pictures with the Coke bottle. But if you'd like to look up more about this and spread awareness, uh, breast cancer awareness, just uh, search the hashtag Hold a Coke with your boobs challenge. <laughs> that is a real thing that exists. That uh, – I appreciate that. And by the way, it was – so it was actually started by uh, an adult entertainment talent scouting agency. <laughs> <laughs> so they got their money's worth. All right, Greg. I have a story that might actually affect you direct. I have a couple sto- – I have a couple Greg-centric stories today. Britney Spears? Stop. No. None of them have to do with Britney Spears. Uh. Stop bringing her up. It's yeah. not 2007. All right. Out of Portland, mind, or- it is. Dateline Portland, Awareness Oregon. Awareness has been raised. Stop getting distracted by shiny things. Listen to me. Out of Portland, Oregon. An Oregon couple who was selling their home found a buyer willing to pay over $26,000 over their asking price and also offered to provide free pizza for life. This is what Portland, what the what? Portland uh, house economy has become. This person bid on this person's house, went twenty six thousand dollars over the asking price here in Portland, Oregon, where everyone's trying to you know get a house. Yeah. And also on top of that, tacked on 
that they'd provide free pizza for life, which, in fact, got them the house. So what I'm thinking about for you, How do they guarantee the free pizza for life? Like, how does that work? Well, let me tell you. So Rob and Holly Marsh uh, received four offers on the first day they had their Portland home on the market. But one person in particular stood out, and her name was Donna uh, DeNicolas. DeNicolas. Um, like so of the uh, restaurant? Of the restaurant. Okay. But she's a restaurant owner. Donna DeNicola's offer stood out after she included an unusual bonus. Now, DeNicola offered uh, $26,000 over the asking price of the home, as well as free rent for two months while the owners found a new house and a lifetime supply of free pizza from her eatery, uh, DeNicola's Italian restaurant. Wow. So this is what it's come down to. Where is we this are house back at? To, it doesn't say where it is, but we're definitely down to... A bartering system, which I'm saying could be good for you when you sell your house. I'm just saying I do own a house here in uh, in Portland in prime, prime real estate areas. Hold on for another year or two. Yeah. You got it. It's in a prime location. I know. As as that. I now know. It's it is. Getting, it's getting prime. It wasn't when I day. got it, but I, I held out long enough. You held, you hold out. Um, huh. All right. So this is what this uh, woman said about it. She said, I felt like kind of the, I was in a poker game because basically you're just bartering with people at this point. Like. The asking, I have many friends who have been looking for houses where, like, if you don't offer, you know, at least like ten thousand, fifteen thousand more than the asking price, then somebody else is going to offer twenty or thirty. And in this case, twenty six thousand dollars in free pizza for life. My neighbor's house just sold for like thirty over his what his asking price was. Yep, people are desperate for yeah. housing. So, um, yeah, she said it was like being in a poker game uh, when she was debating the price after raising it to twenty six thousand dollars over the asking price. She just got, she said, I just kind of added in. I'll throw in one pizza a month for life. I'm willing to do anything because I know this market is crazy. Uh, so turns out that was the thing that put her over the edge in the twenty six thousand dollars. Wow. Um, so, yeah. So now those that family is going to be getting free pizza for life because they sold their house to her. Damn. I'm assuming there has to be. I know. So you need to think about what add-ons you might want. You want a motorcycle with a sidecar? I do want a motorcycle with a sidecar. Mm-hmm. It's probably what I'll have to live in if I sell the house because I won't be able to afford to live anywhere else. But, uh, yeah, I would I'll, – I'll, yeah. So you can tack on some things. You could be like, I'm selling this for – Five, you're not, I know you're not, but like $500,000 plus sure. a motorcycle with a sidecar. Yeah. And a brand new, you like those Ford Ranger things, right? Yeah. Yeah, a brand sure. new Ford Ranger. To go with my motorcycle with a sidecar. Yeah. Well, I need a trailer to haul this motorcycle with a sidecar so around. So you need a I'm, trailer. Yeah. Yeah, so you can just throw in all these uh, all these additions. Uh-huh. Keelan says the first person to offer Greg a Sasquatch Butler wins. Well, yeah, if you could. Oh, a Squatch Butler. Uh, that, that, would, that might work. All right. Well, I'm, I'm just saying for future reference, this is what's happening now. You can actually not just financially throw in things to sweeten the pot. Okay. So this is happening here I in like Portland. This. All right. Do you remember yesterday when I was talking I, I about... I do remember yesterday, When yes. I was talking about how yesterday 2015... Happened, I remember, recall it. You're nuts today. I was nuts yesterday. You're a little kooky today. Remember yesterday when I was talking about 2015, how we've talked... First of all, it's the year of the Sasquatch. Yes, which I declared that. Second of all, it's the year of the rock. That's what you said. Which is totally true, and you know it. Third, I did declare yesterday a new new add-on for 2015. What did I say it was? I don't know if I recognize your add-on, because you keep on adding on, like, every week you add on something else. There's only three. There's three. I believe you said it was... I don't know. What was it you said? It's the year of the Hooters. 
or Hooters. <laughs> year of Hooters. <laughs> it's the year of Hooters. I swear. Hooters it's like, like big, the restaurant. Hooters like the restaurant. It's a big Hooters comeback. I didn't even. Yeah, but go. yesterday's story was about an abandoned Hooters where people were threatening each other on a. Uh, on no, it was a woman porch. who claimed to be a vampire and bit an old man on the front porch of an abandoned Hooters. That's, that's what it and was. And there was the Hooters waitress who donated her kidney to a patron. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because that was very nice of her. Yeah. Now, today. Watch that turn out to be fake. It's not fake. And today, there's yet another positive Hooters story. Either Hooters is paying like these. <laughs> I don't think I've ever said the word Hooters this much ever. No. Um, Hooters. Seems like they got a new PR person or something. Okay. Like, I, they had to have because, like, three times in two days I've mentioned Hooters, and I've never even been to it. Well, Greg, the latest Hooters news. Six Florida ducklings, six Florida baby ducks, have been rescued after workers were able to use Hooters fry baskets to rescue them from a storm drain that they had drifted down into. <laughs> Hooters fry baskets save baby ducklings. This is what if this is just a viral campaign where they're putting out all this stuff where they did all these amazing, wonderful things. That's what I'm saying. The the this news. PR person is amazing, and we need to hire them. Yeah. Uh, so this, yeah, we really do. This story comes from a Hooters in Lakeland, Florida. Now, this Hooters was instrumental in rescuing six ducklings trapped in a storm drain this past weekend. So what happened is this. A Hooters manager was able to call police after noticing that the ducklings had been separated from their mother and were uh, brought down into the uh, storm drain. They couldn't get out of the storm drain outside. They called police over this? Well, they couldn't get them out. Oh, they called the animal control. Okay. And the fire department. And the... F- <sighs> Maybe it was a slow day. I just, I'm sorry. I just grew up in a... A different area where that would not be a well, rural Oregon. That would not people be People don't thing. think the same way you do. No, Not everybody grew up in rural Oregon shooting the small ducks. animals. Well, I'm not shooting small animals. Oh, I'm you're saying, telling me you didn't shoot small animals. Sure, I shot small animals. Yes. Yes, I did. Yes, Gosh. I shot some small animals. But Serial killer much? I'm just saying, I, I don't... Okay. Anyway, apparently here you call the fire department and the Animal control, I get that, but the fire department, all right. Well, and the, I think the fire department does come with animal control sometimes. I mean, just like getting a kitten out of a tree. The fire department comes. The f- well, anyway, the manager of Hooters called to report that the little ducks couldn't get out of the storm drain that was right outside of the restaurant. Uh, but the half dozen adorable victims were deep below the grate and kept Wait, falling I you were through. They were deep fried after <laughs> They did not get deep fried. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> All right, well, they kept slipping because since the ducklings were so tiny, they kept slipping through the dog-catching net that the animal control people brought. So the little ducklings, they were slipping through the holes. They're like, and like slipping through. Uh-huh. Well, the quick-thinking Hooters manager decided to run back into Hooters. Did I say Hooters? I meant Hooters. Managed to grab a fine Are you mesh- working for Hooters? <laughs> Is that where all Another these stories news, are coming from? Come and visit me at Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the quick-thinking Hooters manager grabbed a fine mesh basket used for frying and gave it to the firefighters who connected the Hooters basket to a pole and were able to save all six mallard ducklings. All of the mallards are safe, and none of them were deep-fried. It says that in the story. How fucked up is that? Well. All six ducklings. All thanks is right to, in the world, I guess. All six ducklings, thanks to Hooters, were unharmed and reunited with their mother in a nearby pond shortly after the rescue was complete. Is this like the dog went to live out on a farm? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really sure exactly. <sighs> this is a story? 
Yeah. Okay. Ducks. Are there pictures of like the Hooters girls posing with ducklings or something? Yes. Instead of Coke cans, they have the ducklings between the their duckling boobs. challenge. Yeah, it's the duckling duckling between your boobs challenge. Hmm. Hashtag Hooters. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, so if you follow us on Periscope, uh, yes. Greg rudely put the camera in my face unexpectedly <laughs> this morning. Periscope on Twitter. If you don't have that app, it's Periscope. You can download that at Fun Imp Radio. That is our uh, that is our handle. Yes. And you can follow us when we live. We basically live broadcast video randomly. Yes. And one of those things was today, and Greg kind of caught me off guard. So he was having people ask questions. And uh, somebody wanted to ask what I had coming up on the show today. And I was talking about uh, how I had something particularly for Greg in the aspect of a dating site that I think they Oh, yeah. You did into. say that. I did say. Well, so I wanted to get to this. Um, I have a couple dating site stories. Greg, I believe this one is the one you're not qualified for. But we'll see. All right. So there's been an exclusive dating app that has been launched uh, that has been set for ambitious and elite professionals. Now, do you think I know I'm you're ambitious. ambitious? Do you believe you're elite? Yes. All right. Well, if you've had enough elite, of, how? All right. Well, this money, no. Well, I don't know if it uh, translates to money. It depends on your definition of elite. So, would you, would you call yourself ambitious? Uh, an ambitious and elite professional. Sure. All right. Well, there's a new app that's I been can, created. I can narrowly define elite enough to where I can picture myself as the only one in this category. Well, if you qualify for I this. I live in a house in southeast Portland, and I live in a converted attic in that house. I mean, Stop during that it. part, I mean, Stop it. if you can't qualify that for that, much. then I am elite. All right. Well, uh, Mr. Elite Greg, there's now been an app that's been created that'll uh, let you mingle with only the most ambitious and affluent singles in the world. Wait, what were they? Ambitious and affluent. I think he said, okay. All yes. Right. All right. So, but before you can sign up for this app, you need to make sure that you fit the criteria of what they deem to be elite. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Let's, let's All right. Let's so described as the elite meets Tinder, uh, the inner, so the name of the app is called The Inner Circle. Oh, wow. Wow. Be douchier. Clearly people I want to hang out with anyway. So what, what yeah, else? Uh, so the distinction of the Inner Circle app is, uh, it comes through its appeal to the elite from hip creatives. Oh, maybe that's you. I don't You're not be hip, people. though. I'm creative. Yeah, not hip. Uh, to corporate high flyers. Now, in order to do this, each applicant has to undergo a screening process. Fuck that. Why would you want to be a part of this? Anyone who's a part of this is not somebody I would ever want to associate with. But okay. Uh, you, have to, All right. you have to go under, uh, undergo a screening process to determine whether or not you match up to the exclusive standard of the Inner Circle's online community. By the way, if somebody self-identifies as a hip creative, change that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't don't call yourself that. I'm a hip creative. Ugh. That's it. I'm making you business cards that just say Greg Nibbler. I mean, hip creative. We run an online radio station for a living. I mean, I understand some people could. No, I will never call myself a hip creative. That's, All right. Well, I'm not hip, so that's, that, that yeah, that's that true. So you shouldn't just be a lie anyway if you didn't call yourself <laughs> that. Well, Greg, the inner circle is the brainchild of two men, uh, David and Michael. Uh, the pair were disillusioned <laughs> with the filth that was existing no. dating websites on the market. No. 
so the company behind uh, the app are banking it to launch summer romances across London and worldwide. So it's starting in London. It's going to be in the States. It's going to be all around the world. Uh, you can even find love among the jet setters because the app includes features such as trips, allowing users to notify fellow members in the world's high-flying metropolises that they'll be holidaying somewhere near them in the not-so-distant future. <laughs> oh, my God. God. What is the name of this app? The Inner Circle. Ugh. Ugh. What is the what? It, what kind of a quiz do they have to join this thing? That's what I want to know. I don't know. I didn't actually look it up because it just kind of grossed me out all around. Oh no, it grosses me out. But I want to know the inner circle co. The inner yeah, because it's uh, based somewhere else. Okay, I I kind of want to uh, I kind of want to take the quiz to see if I can join. All right, is it a quiz? Um, yeah, there's some kind of like a. I don't know. There's got to be something here. I'll take a look at it, and I'll, I'll see. I'm going to I'm gonna try to join it. Okay. Oh, I really want you to do But, Greg, okay, so I didn't want to – I don't want to hit you while you're down. So, I mean – so, instead, I'm going to reward you because I said I had a dating site for you. So, it wasn't for the hip creative of the inner circle. Greg, there's now a website for your kind of folk. Oh. Let me ask you this. Do you like stories about – UFOs, Bigfoot, lake monsters, near-death experiences, maybe conspiracy theories. Are you asking me out on a I'm date? I'm asking you. Kind of, yes. That's, no, I like all I'm, these I'm just asking for the story. The story's asking you on a date, Greg. Yes. Greg, do you ever find it frustrating to meet like, uh, like-minded folks who are into those same things? Perhaps even someone that you might be able to start a relationship with? Wait, do I have trouble finding somebody like that? Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh, Greg. Well, do I have a site for you, and it's just launching today. Greg, you don't need to be in that elite circle because you know where you can go? Paranormaldate.com. Yeah, yeah buddy. Oh, wait Paranormaldate.com launched today. Paranormaldate.com. Paranormaldate.com. Now, it's just launching today, and it is a creation of Coast to Coast AM host George Norrie. So George Norrie decided to come up with this because he wanted his listeners, who are passionate about these topics, to be able to engage with each other, to talk about their favorite monsters, their favorite Bigfoot, if they're, yeah. you know, if they're skunk ape or, you know, Sasquatch. Could go on a squatching date. Yeah. Uh, so George Norrie about ParanormalDate.com says this. He says, I know what it's like trying to look for somebody you want to spend your life with, and it's not easy. Society is at a point now where you don't want to meet people at a bar. Uh, so digital dating has turned into billions of people online all over the world looking for that uh, that special person. So, uh, And Nori says that there isn't like the same status quo that there is to online dating. Now online dating is more common and less stigmatized than ever before, which makes it uh, – you can make it more right, because, highly personalized. Because somebody who is super into all the paranormal mm-hmm. would have felt uncomfortable with online you know, <laughs> because of the stigma. That's – all right. Well, uh, George Nori decided to get together with a website developer named Mark Rollings, uh, the co-founder oh, yes. of ParanormalDate.com. Okay, I'm, I'm on the website right now. It's Paranormal Paranormal Date. You are not alone. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's, that's what amazing. it is. Well, uh... Mark Rawlings, uh, co-founder of ParanormalDate.com, goes on to say, We saw that this is a large, untapped market, and with George's special connection to his audience through Coast to Coast AM, say it, with it was right a voice. natural progression from his radio show and personal appearances. So many people to hunger to share their experiences with the paranormal, unexplained, or the afterlife. And this is one source for them to meet and share that common interest, while maybe finding love. Ooh. 
Yeah. So when you go to ParanormalDate.com, you'll be able to do the same types of things you do on other dating sites. You can upload pictures, add a bio about yourself, explain your specific interests, type of person you're interested in, uh, specific interests even including, but not so limited to, your paranormal interests. Squatching. So you can tell people, like, I'm not so much interested in the Loch Ness Monster, but I am interested in Sasquatch and fairies. No, Sasquatches and UFOs. That would be more what I would put on there. All right. Alien encounters. Sasquatches and alien encounters. Yeah, that's kind of, that's some of the main thing. Whoa, there's a lot of hot ladies here on... There sure are. Well, if you'd like to... There's a lot of ladies on on this site. There you go. Paranormal date. There you go. All right, so there you have it, friends. That launches today. You find your paranormal love. And that, my friends, is your world of crazy. That is fantastic. Isn't that fantastic? I saw Um, that and I was like... Closer. That's Greg. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is amazing. All right. See, well, so doesn't it feel a little better that you're not part of the elite, of the hip elite? Yeah, no, I'd the rather go to the creatives and the inner circle. Although I think I'm, I'm going to try to join the elite one anyway. I want to see what they, I want to see what the questionnaire is. Okay. I'm going to see if I can uh, weasel my way in there. Sure. Just to see what's going on. So I'll, I'll do that. I'll do that after the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I do also want to say, though, something else that's very cool, Sarah, that you can. That you can do. Tell me. Let's go to Bike Gallery. Oh, I love Bike Gallery. Bike Gallery, our fine sponsor here at Fun Employment Radio, one of the uh, many fine sponsors that help us keep our show going. BikeGallery.com is where you can go. Actually, go to FunEmploymentRadio.com is an even better idea. Here's the idea. That's the idea. Go to FunEmploymentRadio.com. <laughs> I was going to see if we can get through it without a snap. All right, I'm sorry. Just to, just to know we're acknowledging the snap. Greg's getting a snap-tastic. All right, here we go. Go to FunEmploymentRadio.com, click on the Bike Gallery link, and then go there and take a look at all of the fantastic things that they have. They have six different locations in Portland, and when you click on that link from FunEmploymentRadio.com, so the Bike Gallery logo is right there, click on that, that will take you to a discount where you get 10% off anything in the store. Anything. Anything. Any kind of, even a bike, anything, you use that code when you go into any of the bike gallery locations, use that code and you can get an instant 10% discount. And that, my friend, is awesome. It is. It is I very, like very savings. Cool. I like supporting also, local businesses times two. And you can also order online. So if you're not here in the Portland uh, metro area, you can also go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the bike gallery link because, again, that's how they know that you're coming from our show. Uh, go to our website and click on there and just take a look at what they've got. And then uh, you can also order from their website. Awesome. Very, very cool. Mm-hmm. So thank you to Bike Gallery. They are just a fine, fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. All right. We've got a little bit of ball talk, sir. A little bit. Oh, breaking news. Breaking news. Like ball talk news? My profile for paranormaldate.com has been approved. What'd you name yourself? Did you name it uh, Paranormal Greg? No, I didn't come up with anything super cool yet, so I've got to do that later. My user ID is 4508654. User ID 4508654949 on ParanormalDate.com. You can find me there. Oh, maybe I'm not supposed to give out my user ID. <laughs> Probably not. Why would you not be able to? Of course you can. Oh, no. It says keep them safe and don't. Oh. Uh-oh. 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 Somebody's going to steal your paranormal date. Oh, well, this isn't good. Greg. This isn't good. Greg, you really mucked up this no, time. Oh, no. No. I believe. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right. It's a potpourri of balls. Got a few different things. Got a little of this, a little of that. First step in ball talk, I will say this. This is the big news that's kind of going on. Uh, regardless of ball talk, 
it's kind of going on in all kinds of different areas because it transcends sports and it has to do with this. I have to I have to address it, even though you've probably seen it anywhere. Does everywhere. it rhyme with Mifa? No, it does not. Oh. It's one person, but I bet you can figure out who it is. Who is transcending sports stories. Used to be a very big athlete. I don't know. Back in the 70s. Very, very famous person. I don't, Part of I, a reality show for the last 10 years. Oh, are you talking about Caitlyn Jenner? Yes, there we go. Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> I have to bring it up because it, it is such a huge story. <clears throat> All I'm going to say is this, where that tra- uh, crosses over to sports, because the, the big thing coming out today is that Caitlyn Jenner, formerly, of course, Bruce Jenner, is going to be awarded the ESPN Arthur Ashe Award for uh, at the uh, at the uh, ESPN Awards that are coming up. All right. So at the ESPYs. At the ESPYs. At the ESPYs. And so that's, uh, that's one of the things that's going to be happening. So big deal right there. The Arthur Ashe Award usually goes to, like, previous awards are uh, Michael Sam, Nelson Mandela, Pat Tillman, oh, wow. Muhammad Ali, Billy Jean King. Those are the kind of people that get that award. Very prestigious. So, very prestigious. I love saying prestigious. I know you do. I, I hate that you do it because then I start saying Well, because it, it sounds so snotty. I love it. Prestigious. It's a very prestigious honor. It's very prestigious. So, Caitlyn Jenner uh, is going to be awarded that. Excuse me. Uh, but... One of the other big things is this, and I, I have to bring this up because it's also kind of goes along this line. Okay. So, Caitlyn Jenner, of course, formerly Bruce Jenner. There's now a change.org petition that's been launched because Bruce Jenner won the 1976 Montreal Olympic Games decathlon. Uh huh. And there is this person who has started a uh, change.org thing that Bruce Jenner should have his Olympic medals uh, revoked because now. Now, today, 2015, Bruce Jenner identifies as a woman. So that should negate the 19th Seriously, someone started a change.org thing about Seriously, that. Seriously, they did, yes. That nitpicky from like 30 that years ago? That nitpicky. 40 years ago? Yes. Oh my God. So there is a change.org position. You'll probably hear something about it. It's one of those ridiculous, it's so stupid. Big that things it, bring it's so crazy stupid, out of though. It's so stupid, it's just laughable. It like, is. I just find the humor in it that somebody's going through all this trouble. <laughs> Because, because of that, um, I, I think that's pretty funny. Wow, I think that's pretty hilarious that nobody, somebody has like, th- like that's what woman, you're doing with your life. That's like, what this that's woman is doing you, with her it's life. It's all been leading up to this one thing. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, so that is uh, that is what this woman is doing. So anyway, I just wanted to let you know that, that is out there. All right, moving on to ball talk. We'll go to other things. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, we'll go to this. The. Um, Yahoo has announced a partnership with the NFL. This is going to be kind of a big deal because the NFL has announced that Yahoo will be streaming free live NFL games in certain certain aspects. Oh, I know many people that will be excited about that. Well, one of the, the main thing is they're going to be streaming the ones where they're playing overseas. So in the next few years, the NFL has games planned in, I believe, London, um, Mexico, maybe Japan, and then Germany. Like they're, they're, start, they're really trying to branch out worldwide. And Yahoo is going to be streaming the October 25th game in London, streamed for free. That doesn't seem like a big story right now. Everybody's going to think, okay, that's not a big deal. That's going to become a big deal. Mm-hmm. So that, that is kind of You're a big like thing. You're like Greg Nibbler's psychic sports predictor. 
Like everything's you're like it's not a big deal. If it's now. not about wins and losses, I'm I'm right. I know it's true, but you always are saying things because when you say things, you're right. People don't care because it hasn't happened, and then yeah. all of a sudden it becomes huge, and then you're like, I told you about it, and nobody remembers. Because me I want the credit, Sarah. That's going to be a big deal that Yahoo is streaming NFL games, just like the FIFA thing. Big deal. All right, and finally in ball talk. Well, it's kind of a double final. All right. Uh oh. You guys, I see him. What okay. is that? You know what this is. <laughs> All right. In NFL news, the final story that I've got right here, because it's a slow, slow story in ball talk. Slow, slow ball day? Slow ball day. The Gronkowski family. Yes, Rob Gronkowski. The Gronkinator. Of the New England Patriots. And then his brothers are all football players, too. Along with his dad, who I think was a former football player. They're all going to fe- appear on Family Feud. Yeehaw! Family Feud Celebrity Edition. I'm not sure who they're going to be going against, but the uh, it'll be Rob Gronkowski with his brothers Dan Gordy Jr. and his dad Gordy Sr. Gordy Jr.? Gordy Gronkowski and Gordy Gronkowski Jr. I'm Gordy Gronkowski Jr. This is Gordy Gronkowski Sr., my papa. Yep. <laughs> and his brothers Rob and Dan. All going to be on... Lots of fine strapping young lads. All on Family Feud. And with that... We have a gift that was delivered to Sarah via mail from oh, John and Boring, who purchased this. Why are you, you may remember me? me bringing up the fact that there was an, a certain erotic fiction that was written about Rob Gronkowski called A Gronking to Remember. Yes, this is a real book. You can get it by going to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicking on the Amazon link if you desire to buy that. Greg is actually holding in his hand. It is written by a woman named Lacey Noonan. Now, Rob Gronkowski had no idea this was going to be written. Neither did the people whose picture was used up on, uh, no. on the front No, the of people, that. yes. The images she used on the front, she just took from some other site and put she on there. She so this couple, some, this, like this couple's couple of, engagement photo. Yeah, and then there's just hand drawings of Rob Gronkowski. They're not actual pictures of him. Of course, no, no real Patriots logos on there. I'm going to read what it... Oh, God. What does it say? All right, this is on the back of the book. And by book, I mean this is probably... That looks more oh, like a... 58 pa- pages. It looks more like a pamphlet. It's written like a children's novel as far as... <gasps> what? What? Oh, my God. This is gross. Okay, Greg This just... is the first time I'm actually reading it. No, I haven't even opened it yet. What is it? Is it like gnarly? Yeah, it's gnarly. Uh, I'll just read what the back of the cover says. Suddenly, all I wanted to wanted was to watch Gronk do his thang thang in the zone place. What? Sud- Did you say this thang, is a quote? Thang this thang quote in the, from the zone book. place. Suddenly, all I wanted was to watch Gronk do his thang thang in the zone place. Wait, what page did you open it to that was so gross? That was oh, I don't even. I'm. I won't read it. I won't. I will not. Uh, let's just say it's very graphic. Very graphic on what she would like. <laughs> this is the just, gronkening? Yeah, it's a very um, graphic description of bodily fluids. Oh. Quite. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm not reading any of that. <laughs> wow, Greg is so grossed out he actually threw the gronking. It's pretty gross. gross. So a gronking to remember, that's book one in the erotic series. You can pick that up by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Amazon link and get that for yourself. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk.
Yeah, Greg, John spent a lot of time and effort. Buying that for you. You're the one that should Oh, it, it was not for, no. It was, yes, it, it was. was. I got it from our joint P.O. box. That was for you. It was not for me. What are you talking about? You're the Gronkowski fan. Who are you? Stop lying. What are you doing? It's so bad. Like, I didn't even look at any of it. All right, here, let me, let me pull up some music. Are you going to read a passage from a Gronking to remember? Oh, my God. Ew. Okay, read it out. I'm read trying to find paragraph. something that isn't about... Bodily fluids? Bodily fluids. Yeah, it's very descriptive on the bodily fluids. I don't even... On the TV, I watched the incredibly large man spaz out with joy. He was surrounded by his teammates, mere munchkins by comparison. They surrounded him like little supplicants around a a holy mountain, but he scattered them away. The Gronk lifts the football in his hand and spikes it with such violence the ball launches. Okay, this is, all right, I just found the boring part. It's like there isn't any in between. Oh, I'm not reading this. No, it's like from a woman's perspective. It's going to sound like I'm saying it. Well, yeah, that's why it sounds way better coming from you. No. Oh, God, she has sex with a football? (laughs) What? I don't know. Like I said, I haven't read the book. He spikes a football. What? No. No, 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 no. That's just icky. Well, let's just say it uh, ramps up pretty, pretty quickly. Pretty quickly. Yeah, I don't think there's um, any ramping. Yeah, and I'm there, sorry. I was going to actually, we were going to actually read part of this. It is so vile. It's it vile. It is really gross. It's vile. Uh, yeah, it's. All right, I'll do one, one little, one little line from here. All right, do okay. One line. You have to like set it up. Okay, do, like, one, a just a couple sentences. of lines. Only because this is in here. This is the least gross part. But there's, there's one line that I have to. Okay, I have to read this. This is all I'll do, though. That's it. You have to make sure that you include the line of comparison so that you know. What do you mean? Like why it's compared to what you're about to say. I think people can figure it out. It is shocking in its speed and power how instantaneously I am transformed from a tumbling ragdoll into an orgasmic nuclear explosion. Like in Star Wars when that guy shoots the one tiny little spot on the spaceship to blow it up. That's what it, that's, let me do it one more time. Like in Star Wars, when that guy shoots the one tiny little spot on the spaceship to blow it up, that's exactly what happens to me. That's the kind of quality writing you get from a when the guy a shoots the one to remember. tiny spot on the spaceship. When I don't the guy shoots the one tiny little spot on the spaceship to blow it up. There we go. All right. There it is. All right. That's it. All right, well, why don't we stop right now, and then you have to read a passage just for the live listeners, and then we'll take this out. Uh, we won't put it in the podcast. People who subscribe for six ninety nine a month. The first week is free, supporting local radio. Many different shows on the Fun Employment Radio Network, six ninety nine per month. All right, first come week on. week is free. Right. Ugh. Greg, you have to read. Get that Let's away do it from for me. for the live listeners. Yeah, they all I'll want think it. about it. All right. We do need to wrap up, though. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio Wait, at gmail.com. are gmail. we going to do it tomorrow, com. then? Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Can we take off the porn music, though, while we're doing this? <laughs> what are you talking about? All right, maybe after the show I'll do something for live listeners. Good. All right. 
but no, seriously, thank you everyone for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. I'm sorry we're ending that abruptly because I do not want to read that. Mm-hmm. A gronking to remember is, that's like something that's, okay, here's the problem I have if, I'm going, if I read any of that. It's going to get stuck into my head and it's just going to really gross me out. Why are you staring at me? You're the one that's supposed to read it. No, I'm not. Seriously, Ball Talk? I do World of Crazy. John mailed this to you so that you read this for Ball Talk. He spent, I know that it took him a couple tries to get it to us because he, you know, like the person delivered it to the wrong address. Like, it took a long time to get here. And the least you can do is be respectful. At least I can do. And read a little bit from it. Go to FunEmploymentRadio.com. Click on the Amazon link right there if you're going to purchase anything from Amazon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Of course, you can also vote for us at WillametWeek.com for the best podcast in Portland. So the voting is up there. It's on our Facebook page. You can follow the link right there. And we'll, we'll get a link up on our website, too, so you can actually vote for it. And, yeah, you know, give us a vote. It's free. We'd it's appreciate easy to do. it. And you can find it either via our Facebook page, which is Fun Employment Radio, or at WWeek.com. It's on there, too. But uh, the direct link is from our Facebook page Yeah, so or we're under website. Media and Personalities. No, we're under local under Podcasts. Under the section Media and Personalities. I'll stop talking. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're on there somewhere. Uh, s- yes, and send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Uh, coming up later on today on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be The Carl Show, starring Jason... Followed by Geek in the City. Geek in the City. Geek in the City. All coming up here on the network. Thank you so much, everyone. You are fantastic. And we will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Suck up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.